Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, September 12th, 5.50 a.m. Central. As I speak here, December corn futures up one and a quarter at 6.86 and a quarter. November soybeans up four and a half at 14.16 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up four and three quarters at 8.74 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up four at 9.33 and a quarter. December spring wheat up four and a quarter at 9.31 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Uh, Leave me a rating. Leave me a review on that Apple app if you have not already. Could certainly use some more reviews there. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information, uh, for me, check out my premium subscription today. Go to www.standardgrain.com. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day, guys. Uh, morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be, be aware of, all of my grain marketing recommendations, charts, graphics, uh, weather info. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. I did a, uh, a discussion regarding trading versus grain marketing on Friday. Friday. And this was kind of an opinion piece, I guess. Uh, what are the differences between trading the markets and marketing grain? What are the similarities? What are some things you should consider? Uh, if you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Tens of thousands of U.S. railroad railroad workers uh, could be on strike by the end of this week. Limits on certain shipments could start as early as today. So there's been this ongoing negotiation. Uh, Negotiators met over the weekend in an attempt to reach a deal with two unions that are still holding out. Uh, There are 10 other unions that have reached agreements. There are two unions representing 57,000 engineers and conductors uh, still holding out here for some sort of deal. They're not happy about pay and uh, general conditions following the COVID pandemic. One previous Obama uh, Biden administration official said this, in this moment when there's so much public concern about supply chain and inflation, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Congress to step in. Certainly the best outcome that is for there to be some sort of resolution before uh, the end of the week. A rail shutdown could result in a backup in the nation's grain pipeline. And The Hill ran this story about how a railroad strike could send food prices soaring. Uh, Bloomberg was kind of talking about it more in, in a, through a political lens, I guess. But in any case, the implication for the market, um, the obvious thing to me would be basis levels. I mean, if we can't move grain and elevators are full, processors are full, um, it, it's going to hurt basis levels. And, and it could be drastic depending on how this plays out. And that's not a prediction or anything. But if there was a big time uh, shutdown of the nation's uh, rail system and you know, uh, grain merchandisers or whoever, uh, elevators, commercials, they couldn't move grain via rail, I think that'd be really bad for basis. I don't know how the board would react, uh, but I'm pretty sure basis would uh, get hit pretty hard, at least momentarily. So let's uh, hope here that this thing gets resolved today or tomorrow. Again, uh, 10 out of the 12 unions were able to reach a deal. Let's hope the other two uh, get this deal done here early this week. 
USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASDE report this morning at 11 a.m. Central. This is your biggest news item today, or or very well should be. Uh, the U.S. corn and soybean uh, yield and production numbers are your big ticket items. So the trade's looking for the corn yield to come in at 172.5, which would be down from 175.4 last month. They're looking for the bean yield to come in at 51.5, which would be down from 51.9 last month. So those are your big ticket items. I think the corn yield number is going to be the first thing everybody looks at. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty there. The range of estimates is fairly wide. I mean, USDA was 175.4 last month. There are some private groups that are sub 170 uh, in regard to the corn yield. You know, you've also got uh, the potential for adjustments on the demand side of the U.S. balance sheets, and of so, and of course, uh, any sort of adjustment is possible on the global balance sheets. So, guys, this report will be out at 11 a.m. Central today. Uh, could be a big market mover. The United Kingdom has dismissed Vladimir Putin's claims regarding the Ukrainian grain export deal. Putin claimed, I believe last week, that only two of 87 ships out of Ukraine made their way to poor countries and that the remainder had gone to rich European countries. Putin kind of threatened uh, some sort of action or restriction on the deal. Uh, The United Kingdom uh, came back and cited statistics from the United Nations. They said that around 30% of the grain exported under the deal had been shipped to low and middle income countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Asia. The UK said that Russia is pursuing a delusion deliberate misinformation strategy as it seeks to deflect blame for food insecurity issues. So uh, to my knowledge, Putin hasn't taken any action here. He made some comments, but hasn't really done much about it. So we'll continue to watch this story. Uh, large money managers or the funds continue to hold length in the row crop markets. CFTC had its weekly commitment of traders report out on Friday. This data is accurate as of, as of Tuesday, September uh, 6th. So funds were net buyers of uh, 5,000 contracts of corn on the week, puts them up to a net long of 210,000. That is a uh, large Uh, net long historically. It's not extreme, but it's pretty big. Uh, Funds were net sellers of 4,000 contracts of soybeans on the week. That net long, about 100,000, is is modest to large historically. And funds were uh, small net buyers of SRW wheat net short 23,000, which is a modest uh, net short position there. So funds have been holding on to length in the row crop markets uh, for some time. Looking at the weather here, there was a lot of rain over the last 72 hours in a lot of places. And I know that these maps can be Receiving sometimes. Maybe it shows that you had rain in your neighborhood and you didn't. But um, it looks like a lot of Iowa had, had rain, eastern Nebraska, uh, northeast Kansas, southeast South Dakota, southern Minnesota, Wisconsin, and northern Illinois had probably the best amounts. And maybe some of these areas of central Indiana also uh, had some heavy rains. Southern Illinois, maybe not as good, but a lot of rain in a lot of places. A lot of the southeast caught rain, mid-south caught rain. Uh, North Dakota was dry. Uh, Oklahoma even caught some rain. Texas was a mixed bag. So uh, quite a bit of rain uh, over the weekend. And these were some uh, sizable amounts in a lot of areas. Uh, Here's the radar this morning. You've got this system over northern Illinois and Wisconsin. This thing should break up or kind of move north. It's it's not going to make its way to the eastern Corn Belt the way that it looks. Next seven days is is just kind of like scattered precipitation, not any heavy rainfall expected really anywhere, barring maybe like the northeast part of Minnesota, places like that. But uh, not not a ton of rain to speak of here in the forecast over the next seven days. Uh, maybe up to you know a quarter or a half in the Dakotas, uh, Nebraska, Iowa, places like that. 
Uh, when you look at the 6 to 10, uh, kind of a mixed bag in terms of precipitation. Temperatures are going to trend above normal uh, really for the next couple of weeks, the way that it looks. So there's no frost risk anywhere, uh, nothing along those lines. Cattle market finished higher on Friday. Uh, cash trade, I believe, perked up just a little bit late in the week. Uh, 141 in the south, 143 in the north reported. In the outside markets this morning, the U.S. dollar is sharply lower. The S&P is up 20 points. The Dow's up 100. But bonds up a little bit. Gold's up 10 bucks. Crude oil is up 82 cents. And the November WTI at 87.18. Remember, guys, report today at 11 a.m. Central. Have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow.